you when you need to know what's happening, it's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Dukes and Brian Baldinger. Back for another edition of In the Huddle, guys. Carl Dukes, put him up. My man Brian Baldinger is here. Of course, Jason Lock on four, a part of this podcast as well. And the season's over. I mean, I say that, Baldy, because I'm like, oh. <laughs> is it really like, over? <laughs> oh, man. We love football so much. We love the games. It's always about the games. We got a great Super Bowl, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to break some things down because a lot of people, Baldy, are wondering what went wrong with the Eagles' defensive approach for a team that was so dominant all year. Why couldn't they do anything against these Chiefs? And we've got a couple other stories we're going to talk about, guys. Appreciate you being here. And obviously, we put out new episodes on Tuesday and Thursdays. Subscribe, like us, tell your friends. Let's start there. Because, Baldy, we were both convinced that this Eagles defense with their front was going to at least make Mahomes uncomfortable. But at the end of the game, to look at that statistic, and it says zero sacks. How shocked were you about that? And what did not happen for the Eagles up front? for them to get the pressure they needed. Kansas City only threw the ball 27 times, Carl. So they, they didn't have a ton of opportunities. But, you know, regardless, you know, they didn't get off the field the second half. And, you know, that was the, that was the difference in the game is Kansas City's ability to go up and down the field on them. And some of it was, you know, the field conditions were awful. I showed a play. Uh, yeah, I could have showed a lot of plays, Carl. I showed a play on my Twitter where literally – uh, Patrick Mahomes slipped. He almost did a split. He caught himself. Hassan Reddick slipped right to the ground. Brandon Graham slipped. Like, everybody slipped, especially on that logo. So the field was definitely a condition where they couldn't get their footing. So that was part of it, too. But that's not – you can't say you lost the Super Bowl because you didn't have good footing. Because And, and Baldy, real, real quick, the, the footing, for those who are wondering, we're talking about get-off. For pass rushers, it's the, it's the push, right, to get off – and try to get that extra step. It's it's to get off, and it's the ability to turn the corner. So it's both. So guys, you know, Hassan Reddick is a great guy that can turn the corner, great get off. Uh, so it affected him in both ways. So, but, you know, the players changed their spikes, and I talked to certain players, you know, and they, they changed them multiple times. Um, but it still was, uh, it was a factor. So, but that's part of it. And then part of it was, I thought Kansas City did a great job of blocking them up. You know, um, no missed assignments, that kind of thing, which can get guys free. Uh, now, the Eagles didn't do a lot to try and get guys free. You know, they just kind of rely on the front to go win their one-on-ones, and they didn't do that. Um, and then they had – Kansas City had a pretty good scheme. You know, but ultimately, Carl, like, okay, no sacks. And, you know, at the parade yesterday – this is we're taping this on Thursday. Kansas City's parade was on Wednesday. You know, um, the offensive line, you know, including – Orlando Brown Jr., Zeus, I mean, they wore a T-shirt, zero sacks. Like everybody <laughs> said, that's, that's all they heard all week long. And, yeah. you know, so I'm saying a lot here, but, you know, everybody listens to everything, Carl. They do. So we got a week, we got, a, we got two weeks of Super Bowl talk, and all the Chiefs offensive line heard was 78 sacks by the Eagles. You know, third most in the history of the game. That's all they heard. And you know that Andy Reid and – Andy Heck, the offensive line coach, all these guys, like they put that in front of them and challenged those guys. And so, you know, Creed Humphrey had a great game. Zeus played one of his best games. Um, Andrew Wiley was good. They they were good up front. But then the tight end helping and chipping was good. And, you know, Jet McKinnon helping out and chipping was good. Like all those things 
made a difference. And yeah. then, look, Carl, the, the Eagles ran for 119 yards in the second half, you know, um, averaging over six yards a carry in the second half. So they they blocked them up pretty good. And, you know, when that when Mahomes got hurt at the end of the first half on that tackle by T.J. Edwards, I think Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and the guys thought, hey, you know, our quarterback might not really be all that. They came out and ran the ball down their throats to start that third quarter and put, put that touchdown on the board early. So that was, that was a big thing. Yeah. I, I was surprised at how well they were uh, effective with the run game. Um, was this Jalen Hurts's best game? I mean, the numbers are, are 304 yep. passing accounted for four touchdowns. He ran for 70 yards. I asked a buddy, I said, if they would have gave Mahomes the MVP, I don't, I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts. I wouldn't have been upset because he played so well. Yes. A lot of people, Baldy, are pointing to the, the kickball, the fumble, which he drops, and they turn into a scoop and score. But I thought he overcame that. I mean, yeah. that was he, he didn't fold up in that moment and go, oh, crap, and then just disappeared. He actually elevated his game after that fumble. I thought so, Carl. I I, I, I can't say, you know, he's he's been starting for – two full years and a couple games his rookie year. Uh, it's as good a game as I saw. Uh, his deep balls, like, you know, the touchdown to A.J. Brown, um, you know, the throw on third and 14 to Goddard. He threw one to Quez Watkins, which was a dime. He couldn't hang on to it, but it was a perfect throw down the field. That might have been a big difference. If you want to just point to the fumble, fine. They put up 35 points, Carl, Yeah, in a losing effort. Like, nobody's ever – in 57 Super Bowls, nobody's ever put up 35 points and lost. So I'm not putting it all in the defense. But I thought um, – and the reason why I believe Philadelphia will be contending every year is because of Jalen Hurts. Like, he says everything – like, all week long, press conferences. Like, he puts it all on him. Um, they came up short. He he says he chooses to learn from it. Um, I thought he was fantastic. I thought Nick Sirianni coached a good game. You know, they went for it on fourth downs. They were aggressive in the first half. They put up 24 points. Uh, I thought he was really good um, in, in, in how aggressive he was in his approach. And so they just didn't finish it. And defensively, uh, you know, we could point to a lot of things, the easy touchdown throws by Mahomes. But I, I thought Jalen competed as hard. I guess, you know, we're going to get to this, Carl, but I might as well get to it now. I mean, the penalty on James Bradbury Huge. at the end, we could talk about it and we yeah. could say, should they call it? Shouldn't they call it? All that. Is, I think what everybody wanted to see is if Kansas City kicks a field goal with a minute 54 to go, let's just see what Jalen Hurts can do. Let's, <laughs> let's put him on the, on the stage in the biggest moment yeah. with under two minutes to go to see if he can answer it or win it. And so I, I feel – like everybody in Philadelphia and, you know, football fans, they would have loved to have seen that. I agree. I, I said great game, not so good of a finish, right? That's how I yeah. felt. The, the finish, we felt cheated as fans because the game was so good. And it was it was sort of like the Bills-Chiefs game totally. where, you know, Mahomes – Josh, yeah. Josh Allen sitting on the bench never gets a chance. Don't get a shot. And and Don't so it felt that way. But, yeah, Baldy, I'm with you. It's in the huddle, guys. Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes, we're recapping Super Bowl 57 and talking about some things. We're going to get to some other NFL news coming up. I, I think, Baldy, when, when you see the Chiefs <coughs> flip the switch in the second half, Four possessions, 
four scores. They hadn't done that all season, right? As good as the offense had been, and you go into the Super Bowl with the best offense in the, in the league, you hadn't done that all year. And in the biggest game of the year, you come out and score four straight possessions, the, the four that, that mattered. Why? What Was it just the Mahomes magic, as I like to say? Well, it was more than that. I mean, it was total execution. I mean, you saw how Juju stepped way up. He did. I mean, he was one catch after another in the second half. It was, you know, Sky Moore. It was Kadarius Toney. You know, there was a there was a I did this thing on the NFL network um yesterday the day before, Carl, but there was uh there was a there was a, a moment when Kansas City really took control of the game. They had scored their first two possessions to go up 28-27. Uh, the Eagles had kicked a field goal to get three points. So they're up 28-27. The Eagles get the ball back. You know, they get five yards of first down, second down, second and five. And this is where Spags, Steve Spagnuolo, the defense coordinator of the Chiefs, kind of helped in this moment. So what happens is on second and five, Spags throws what we call a trap defense, Carl. They blitz Trent McDuffie. And they, they're anticipating that the response by the Eagles on the corner blitz is they're going to throw hot to that receiver who's now being departed by the, the corner. And exactly what they do. So Jalen sees it. Zach uh, Pascal sees it. He throws the, the, the pass. It's a two-yard catch. Um, you know, the, the safety, uh, you know, tackles the catch right there. So it's now third and two. And now Spags, he, he designs a defense where – Willie Gay comes off the edge free. Now, whether the Eagles blew the, the protection or not, um, there's some feeling like they should have just, like, fanned out to Willie Gay. They saw him out there, and they just let him come free. And he chases Jalen Hurts, and he throws it away. Yeah. Now it's fourth down, okay? So it's a three and out, and they punt to Kadarius Tone. They double both gunners, Carl. Like, the gunners are nowhere near the ball. It's a bad punt by Sipos. There's not a eagle player within 16 yards when Tony catches it. So he was going to get 20 anyway. He was going to get 20 no matter what. Right. We're going to have great field position up 28-27. But he reverses the field, uh, and he goes 65 yards to the five-yard line. And two plays later, it's now 35-27. I thought in that moment, now the Eagles did, you know, uh, Jalen put the team on his shoulders, take them right down the field, you know, and, uh, you know, scores. Two point conversion, the whole thing, but I thought in that moment, like the Kansas City really took control of the game when they did that. It's a great set series right there. We talk about these games being won, yeah, with with certain plays. That's a series of plays that Three in you a could, row. yeah, that you can pull out of that game, and it made a big difference. Baldy, um, you know we're, we're sitting here and, and we're talking about Mahomes, so two Super Bowl MVPs right? Two Super Bowls, two regular season MVPs in a five-year span. Nobody's done this, right? Brady, as great as he was, Brady didn't do this. Like, all the great. Elway, you can go back. And I'm sitting here and I'm going, okay, you've been telling me all year that they're young. Like, they got all these rookies playing for them. And I'm sitting there watching the Super Bowl and I'm going, holy crap, this team's going to be better next year. They're, they're going to be better than they were this year. Sky Moore is going to be better. McDuffie, all these guys in the secondary that they played. Am I wrong about this? Like, the Chiefs aren't going anywhere. Well, no, they're not. They're going to be the favorites. And, you know, they they said at the parade that, oh, this was a rebuild, and we won. <laughs> wait till, like, wait till next year. Right. 
So I don't know who they're going to keep, who they're not going to keep, but it doesn't it doesn't seem to really matter because the offense line is basically there, there's a couple of things here, Carl, going on. One, I mean, Mahomes plays through the injury. I mean, he, it, it just raises his stock when he's able to still compete at the highest level on, you know, one and a half legs. You know, I mean, whatever condition that ankle of his is, we know it's not good. Um, but then, you know, they 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 lose to Tampa two years ago, Carl. And within a matter of weeks, they fix their offensive line. I mean, they go out and sign Joe Tooney in free agency. They draft Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith. They trade for Orlando Brown Jr. Like, in, in a matter of weeks, they addressed – and those guys, like Creed Humphrey played every snap this year. Trey Smith started every game. Orlando Brown started every game. Like, not only are, are they – do they rebuild the offline offense line to protect Mahomes? But somehow, whatever they're doing from a training staff standpoint, these guys are lining up and playing. Like Chris Jones isn't missing any games. Right. You know, Nick Bolton's not missing any games. I mean, like, where's the injuries? Where's the um the 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 the, 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 the difficulty of an 18-week schedule now and 17 games and and postseason like it's not beating those guys up. They're lining up and playing. Now, they drafted 10 guys, Carl. Eight of them played on Sunday. Mm. Most of them were on defense. Two, you know, Trent McDuffie starts. Karlofta starts. There's their first-round picks. They're all out there making plays. Um, there's Jalen Watson. There's, uh, you know, Williams. There's, like, all these guys are out there. There's Brian Cook at safety. So, not only are they getting all those rookies on the field, and really, to me, the rookie year is almost like a redshirt year in a lot of places, Carl. I mean, you get them on the field, but they don't really know what they're doing. But their player development is huge. Yeah. You get these guys. Like, those guys are going to be good players. And so – and they get they get nine draft picks, you know, coming up. And the draft is in Kansas City, Carl. So, right. you know, I know Andy Reid. Uh, Andy Reid's not taking, you know – I'm going on vacation tomorrow, Carl. I, you know, maybe Andy Reid visits that one little beach house in Dana Point, California. But it's not going to be long before he's looking at, you know, the rookies coming up and the the, the draft-eligible guys. They're going to be the team to beat. And I think it's more than just Mahomes. Like, they win the Super Bowl. They don't lose any coaches. Maybe yeah. they lose Eric Bieniemy. Maybe he goes to Washington, Carl. I mean, that's a real possibility. I, sure. I hope Eric gets a chance. Uh, go do it someplace else, you know, and just show his creativity. But – uh, for the large part, Steve Spagnuolo is not going anywhere, and offensive line coach isn't going anywhere, and Andy Reid's going to be there. And the front office—it's you know—it's a lot more than just you know Brett Veach. There's a bunch of guys there that have been there a while, so uh, you know the the future is bright for that for that organization. And you know it it it's all about Mahomes and his ability to fit in Sky Moore and Juju Smith and. All the guys, in addition to you know having Travis Kelsey, uh, 